everyone, and welcome to another episode of What Do You Mean You've Never Streamed, a podcast that explores and analyzes TV series that are streaming series, movies, or other subjects that we love or that you guys love. I am your host, Jonathan Cologne, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Jennifer Branch. Hi, everybody. And Max Abelman. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today as we talk about the season one premiere of A League of Their Own, the TV series. Yeah. On Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime. Prime. All right. Uh, giving you a rundown of what we're talking about. A League of Their Own is an American period sports comedy drama television series co-created by Will Graham and Abby Jacobson, who also stars. It is an adaptation of the 1992 film of the same name with new characters and storylines about the formation of a World War II era women's professional baseball team. Shante Adams, Darcy Corden, Roberta Colindres, Obemasola Ikumel, Kelly McCormick, and Priscilla Delgado also appear. And the episodes are about an hour long. They're airing on Amazon Prime Video, and the entire first season has dropped, and there are eight episodes of it. Oof. Yeah, which we, we had talked about off mic, but I was actually surprised that they did that. I didn't think yeah. that it was going to be all the episodes at once. So now we're like behind, I guess. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be one or two episodes at a time. So that's what usually yeah. Amazon and, Prime does. And that might be speak to how much faith Amazon has faith in, in this series guess, because they were I like you know because i feel like they're just like you know no one's talking about the league of their own remake especially with everything else that's coming out right now they were just like oh forget about it just drop it all and maybe, see how it does maybe they don't uh maybe they don't believe in it the way they do marvelous Mrs. yeah Maisel or, or maybe they think they or maybe they thought that the whole series would speak to itself better if you didn't just get like one or two episodes at a time because i don't know the first one by itself seems a little bit underwhelming right right so you know and of course you know maybe once we watch that the rest of the episodes maybe we'll get more flush out yeah so so. um a brief plot description like as we said it appears to be an entirely new set of characters so this is like an alternate universe from the movie version because it's the same team not a which i think you could have probably done a show about one of the other teams and yeah (laughs) (laughs) had it like exist in the same world as Mm. this but these are the rockford peaches the same team from the movie and there's a woman named Carson who is running away from her hometown in Idaho. Idaho. She was in Idaho, mm. yeah. Yeah, she's married to a man who's in the service and her husband is coming home. And so she decides to run away to tryouts and she meets up with Darcy Corden's character and her friend. They sort of like link up and go to tryouts together. They have tryouts sequence, which was very short. Yeah. Too short. And then there's a lot of uh, setting up who these characters are. I didn't get a lot of names of people other than no. like the four main yeah. I didn't know who the blonde girl was. I didn't get the name of the Cuban girl. Like a bunch of them, I was like, if they said it, they said it real quick. Yeah, and that's the thing. We didn't get a lot of names, so I've just been calling everybody like fake <laughs> movie versions. So there's like fake yeah. Madonna. There's fake Madonna and fake Rosie O'Donnell. And, I feel like the one Shirley. that was Shirley. Carson's roommate is like fake Helen. The yeah, one that's like yeah, has the yeah. weird old timey humidifier. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. she reminded me of Helen a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so let's, let's get in. Basically, the plot is these people meet up, they try out the people that have lines during the tryouts are going to be the Rockford Peaches. No big surprise there. They go to their boarding house and they spend their first night out at a bar where they run into there's a a side plot with the two African-American ladies who travel from Rockford to Chicago for the tryouts, Max and her friend. I forget the friend's name. Yeah, I forget the friend's name. I know her husband's name is Guy, but I don't remember yeah. ever yeah. catching the friend's name. Yeah, I, I think they only you only saw it in the closed captions. 
Simpsons. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the friend who's a comic book nerd. Yeah, yeah. she's really into Interesting. Wonder Woman. Interesting enough. This Interesting. And she she draws too. She draws try, her own yeah, comics. Yeah. Goes with Max. Max tries to try out. They tell her that she can't do it, and then she goes home and she's pissed. And she's working in her mom's salon, and her she's dad's unhappy like with her life. Encouraging her yeah. to play yeah. baseball, but the mom's and not. Go to the same bar that the Peaches go to, and there's a waiter that works there that tells her he's gotten a new job at this screw factory where that has a baseball team and she's pissed because they put him on the team because there's not enough men to play and she's like i'm five million times as good as you so and then she meets up with carson at the very end and then yeah. the last part of the show is just a montage of them stomping around in the getting ready and the team yeah. locker room right which we have not met a coach yet no, no we have not we have not like established their schedule or their lineup or any. It's like yeah, tryouts anything. and what then you're on the team. They doing? haven't practiced. They haven't done anything. We've seen almost zero baseball. Yeah. 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 That's basically what happens in the first episode. Yeah. More or and less. Uh, we're just going to go one by one and, and talk about our thoughts about it. So I think we'll start with you, Jennifer. Okay. So I'm a little suspicious of Darcy Carden's character. Yeah. Um, she's she all seems over the sketchy. Place. She seems like she's trying to trap Carson into something or she's trying to help her. I don't really know which. We kind of missed this in the plot description, but she helps Carson write a letter drunkenly to her husband, breaking up with him, I guess. And they give it to this weird concierge guy and tell him, don't read it. Yeah. <laughs> that that was a little funny. Overall, I, I don't know what to think about her. I don't know if I'm supposed to like her. I don't know if I'm supposed yeah. to be suspicious of her because she seems a little sketchy. She doesn't seem very pleasant. I don't know. And she wants to cut Carson's hair. I was yeah. scared for Carson in that yeah, moment. I was I like, she's going to give her a bad haircut on purpose because she seems like, she seems very like mean girly almost. Yeah, like, it's, it's almost like her dialogue was written for mean girl and her action was written for like nice Girl, right. Like, it seems very underhanded. Yeah. It seems like there's more to what she's doing than what she's letting on. And Carson's mm. kind of naive and just kind of falling for it. Because, you know, Darcy Carden's more like the New York street smart kind of girl. And Carson is maybe a little more naive from a small town in Idaho. So I don't know about that. Uh, Maxine seems interesting with her mom in the salon and all that. But again, we saw her throw one ball. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, I... I like to see more. So. Yeah, I would have to agree. I was definitely more interested in Maxine's storyline than anything else, and we just we didn't get that much of it. All of her scenes are, and her dialogue in the back and forth with all of the characters she interacts with is like way more interesting than anything else in the show right now. It still seems a little bit all over the place. It kept me interested. I was intrigued. It was slow at a couple of times, oh. but overall, I'm still intrigued. There's a lot that I would like to see more of so it, it has kept me hooked it's just it's not exactly what you want it to be which is a thing it feels like there's a lot of lesbian writing in this and it feels like it's very much not written by lesbians like it's just what like white men think lesbians are like that's what it felt like to me <laughs> and we'll have to see how that goes but it didn't it didn't really feel natural to at least Darcy and her character. It didn't feel like right for her. But it was well, interesting. Well, and I, yeah. I don't, I'm not convinced that she is a lesbian. I yeah, think she, I think she was, either. I think she was trying to prove that Carson that she was. Yeah. But I don't think she's into Carson. She seems like someone who gets a lot of kicks. On, she just wants like, the getting, attention. Yeah, on getting people to work for her and mm -hmm. getting people like devoted to her. Right. Um. So that's the vibes that I feel off of her right now. We'll have to see how 
that goes. It's really interesting to see Darcy act in such a different role because like compared to The Good Place, it's like completely Or she's different. a literal, literal robot. Yeah, just a literal happy-go-lucky yeah. robot. Mm-hmm. Um, This is, it's something. More very, range for yeah. her, which is good. More I range think she's for a great her. actress. Yeah, I feel, I always want to see her in more things and she's only around like a little bit. So it's nice to see her. What do you think, Jonathan? Okay, I'm going to continue to give this a chance, but I did not enjoy this episode yeah. at all. Yeah. There are there are some things that I find intriguing. I, I like the interplay between Maxine and her friend. I think that was the most interesting dialogue. I think in her the friend show. is the best character so far. Uh, yeah, I like that, that that's an element that was completely missing from the movie that I think mm-hmm. is, is good here. And I love the movie. I really love it. And this was like, oh, this is just like a bunch of crap they cut out from the movie to me. Like it's mm. it's it yeah, wasn't very interesting. Less. I feel like we got the same scene between Carson and what's her what's her name? The I've Darcy Corden's it. character. I have, yeah, I have no. I idea. feel like we got the same scene between them like four or five times right. yeah. in one yeah. hour. Yeah, and I am just not interested in that at all. No, because it feels very, it feels very fake. It feels like I don't know. I have this very big aversion to in fiction when, especially male writers, make it seem like in order to be a strong, independent, powerful woman, you're obviously a lesbian. Yeah, you know. I mean, I am all. I am so excited for representation and I, I was excited for there to be some representation of LGBTQ characters in this show. But they're hitting it very hard. It's it's very, very it's like it, painted it, with an extremely broad brush. Yeah. And it's quite aggressive. I, too. I don't like that. I, I don't like you saying that because it, it's kind of a sexist thing. Right. Yeah. Even though you're like, oh, we're, we're giving you representation. But we're also saying that oh, a heterosexual oh. woman cannot possibly play baseball. Yeah, exactly. Well, They've gone too far in the, the other direction. The owners that were like, well, we don't have any feminine women here and like you know like I was saying when we were watching it not necessarily feminine but you would be athletic if you played baseball you wouldn't necessarily be like a feminine well especially on the field you know so and and that's where they're seeing them Uh but that doesn't mean you're a lesbian necessarily they they just went too far in the other direction like I played softball I'm not a lesbian this is why it feels very much like it's written by by not gay men by just straight white men because they they went too far in the other direction and think that's what we want in terms of representation it's like no we wanted lesbians we didn't want to all big lesbian thing because then it just skews too much in the direction of not genuine well we think all women who are athletic are lesbians because that's the statement you make with that and the way that the scenes between darcy corden's character and carson were written and filmed was very much like I was like this is the beginning of like a Cinemax movie you know yeah. it, it's Nobody not like there was like no that. there was no romantic tension at no, all didn't feel it and like we've recently we watched and, and did an episode about the show TV show Heartstopper which is mm-hmm. about LGBTQ characters and that is like a depiction of gay romance yeah like I was like oh I have butterflies being around this person versus this was, was just like it was designed to almost be a preamble to like softcore porn yeah, yeah. exactly and I find that very natural. I found it very distasteful. It seemed very forced. Yeah. And I, I don't really care for the, the actress playing Carson's performance either. I, is I she, find her no, very... When you read the... Is she one of the writers? Yeah, she's one of the writers. Oh, okay. So uh, she put herself okay. in this. And I feel like I've seen she her in other... <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've seen her in other things too. Um, yeah. But I... yeah, for the meantime, the series is mostly centered around those two. And I don't need to see all that much of those two. 
Yeah. You know, I want it to be about the whole team. I don't want it to be just about them. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping like once Nick Offerman comes into play, because yeah, I know he's I'm coming. Yeah, I'm excited for that to come I in. hope that'll make it better and more baseball-centric and more about the team coming together. Because so far, it's like, what team? They're not yeah. even playing. Yeah, like they're said, not they, even playing baseball. They're, it's like yeah. they're getting play ready baseball. for a game, but they barely had tryouts. They've had no practice. They, they didn't even have the mm. scene about what their uniforms are going to be like. You know, like I expected maybe a little bit more and not that I necessarily want a repeat of the movie yeah, exactly. but I want a little bit of the backstory of the baseball yeah um, if if you haven't seen the movie which I, I probably no one who hasn't seen the movie is going to watch this but right. there's no world building in this no. episode it's yeah. very, it's all it's like we're watching imagine if if there's a like a story like a Jack Ryan movie like Patriot yeah. Games or something. And instead of watching what's happening with Jack Ryan, you're watching what happens with like a secretary who works at the CIA. Yeah. That's kind of what this is like. And that was the problem with the original TV show. And we talked about this you when we did the that, episode. Yeah. That it was like, where's the baseball? Right. Like, where, yeah, where's, the, where's the baseball? Where's the interplay exactly. between the different teams? Yeah. Like, where's the camaraderie? There's no, th- seems like they packed character development into this episode yeah. Yeah. that should have been spread out among several episodes so that we could have more baseball stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was excited. I was like, oh, they're going to go to the swing dancing bar. And it did not live up to the swing dancing bar no. scene in the movie. No, at not all. at all. I mean, Madonna's and, not in this, unfortunately. Yeah. But, but they, fake Madonna is. No. And there and was like cute. one scene of like spinning around, and that was it. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, and then it just went on forever. And like you said, we repeated the same thing we'd already seen in the haircut scene and that we're getting drunk and write the letter scene. It was almost the exact same dialogue. Yeah. yeah. And then in terms of just general design, the I mean, the sets are really great and the costumes are amazing. But it also we were talking about this earlier. It definitely feels like Amazon was like, OK, we have the set for Miss Maisel. We spent a lot of money on it. And they I swear their, I've seen that exact yeah, same and, shot of the city street in they, Maisel. <laughs> Okay, we wrap this season of filming Miss Maisel. We we want to get another season of something out of this. So let's right. just film something. What yeah. sort of goes there? League of Their Own can get there. And so yeah. they did a League of Their Own. Just like change yeah. it just slightly. Just call, so it's 10 years earlier. Just or take New York yeah. and call it Chicago and then whatever, you know? Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say, and this like bugged me every time it happened. And like, if you were watching my reaction, I probably was like, oh, the language. Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I do not feel like the, the level of, vulgar language is period appropriate no they did it much they better dropped in... some f-bombs in this and i was like whoa yeah. man and i feel like it works better in mazel than this yeah it does well they it do makes do more that in mazel but it, it's yeah. it, i feel like it but works also, better mazel mazel is later it's yeah a, it's, right it's 50s to 60s in mazel this is in 1943 women are walking around saying shit yeah and, like they other... definitely they did it a lot better too much in, in the in the movie, they did it a lot better where they said scandalous things that were actually not that bad, but they were treated as scandalous. Right. So like, blow it like, out your rear yeah, end. So yeah, so it actually felt more like the period, like, ooh, I can't yeah. believe you said that. And when, that. when yeah. Kit calls Dottie a bitch, like, that's right. like the, the yeah, most that's like severe the language well, in Dottie the movie. Well, Dottie does tell Jimmy he looks like shit, but that's like the one time, and it makes sense 
yeah it, yeah and it's it's part of her character development that, that like word, she's yeah. she's kind of become more comfortable and less rigid because you know at, in the beginning the worst insult she can come up with is you know something you're not nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right but yeah, yeah it's, it's about how you know we'll but this like coming right out of the gate and they're saying the f word and yeah no i, I don't want to hear it's that very amazon yeah. Prime likes to do that though yeah too, they so. do indeed they like they're their like language. we have the ability because it's a tv show but you know we're not worried about sponsors or networks yeah. or whatever yeah. we can do whatever we want and then sometimes like you know sometimes it's good to have parameters because you have yeah. to be yeah. more creative and then sometimes yeah. when you have free reign we've talked about this in other movies too it's like sometimes when they yeah. have free reign and unlimited budget it goes too far yeah. yeah yeah and it becomes less interesting right and like mm-hmm. you know if you only have one bad word in your first episode it's going to have an impact but if you're t- saying it every 50 seconds yeah it's, it's going to have like, it, it eventually stops having an impact yeah mm-hmm. and it just comes off as crass so i don't know it it, yeah. it looks nice it does look nice yeah. i mean the, i'm the definitely intrigued. Is good, but yeah i was disappointed that we didn't get to see the coach yeah um, yeah i wanted to see the coach like even I just wish- like a last like even the, like a shot of him like a pan up of like the coach looking angry or something i would have loved that just at the very end yeah. just we see him and, but like we don't even know that they have a coach the choice point. of having janice joplin that was playing wild. over the end Ooh, montage very was jarring. very very and like wrong. loud it was, and yeah aggressive. it was also so loud <laughs> it, it was, was played so loud over yeah. that montage yeah and it's it's um, that, what a weird choice. it's another thing of like oh well this is what white men think yeah. is empowering for women. What's well, a strong woman song? Oh, well, the one strong woman like, song. The lyrics we know. didn't like. It, it would be interesting to do like a more modern song than what the movie is if yeah. the lyrics coincided with what was going on. But it didn't. It, it wasn't. Like it didn't the song's fit at about all. you can been like sisters are doing it for right. themselves. Something yeah. like that. But yeah. That song is not a female yeah, empowerment of, song. Yeah, mm-hmm. Peace of My Heart is about a relationship t- with a man. So it doesn't it's it's not it doesn't go there. It doesn't. Right. And right. it's stuck in my head now for sure. But <laughs> yeah. it doesn't go there. And it's and the the lyrics are about a man taking something from a woman. Yeah. yeah. So it's that's not empowering. No. No, yeah. you're right. Like something like sisters uh, or like something from like the Pointer Sisters is like a cool like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this didn't work. No. no. It was a very odd choice and it I like I wasn't even really paying attention to what was happening on screen because I was all I could think of this song should not be on this show. Well, yeah. And I know I keep bringing it up but it just it's very reminiscent of what they do on Marvelous Miss Maisel where they do these like needle drops that maybe necessarily aren't appropriate for the time period but they make it more they, they it works better in Maisel. I, it I does. don't know how to, it just I works, know how to like, say it. They manage to sneak like Streisand into Maisel and it just it still works because yeah. it feels right. Right, right. They just then they and, thought and, that's and what they, they were doing of and maybe they maybe like do change it. the they've done like covers and stuff that are more period appropriate yeah. sounding, but this this didn't work. I hate to say it, but maybe they should have had Amy Sherman Palladino in on this. You, you know, know, I feel like this girl is trying to do her best to Amy yeah. Sherman Palladino. I feel like this, uh, this entire thing is like supposed to be like a, a best attempt at an Amy Sherman Palladino thing but because they didn't have her it doesn't really work. Right. Um, not that I'm like the biggest Amy Sherman Palladino fan but I th- it's, it's you can tell it's what they're trying to do. Yeah and, well you don't you want know, a reductive version yeah. of yeah. Yeah. Amy yeah, Sherman exactly. Palladino. Well and also you don't not, want anyone else to do that. needs to be that. Yeah you know? exactly. It, you don't have to everybody doesn't have to be Aaron Sorkin everybody doesn't have to be Amy Sherman Palladino yeah. we don't need like rapid if the rapid fire dialogue is not great then then we would be happier with yeah. less dialogue. Which there right. was a lot of good dialogue in this. It's just well, especially Maxine quite... and her friend had oh, the yeah, best absolutely. dialogue for sure. Yeah. 
Anyways, I'm intrigued. I'm I'm very intrigued to keep going and see where this goes. Yeah, um, I, the I really, pilot just wasn't amazing to what we wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah, I hope I'm going to enjoy more in the future, and I hope yeah. we get less of the same. I hope we don't like watch every single episode and it's like the same scene with Carson and yeah, Darcy. I could over use and a over lot over less of that. I just want them to have a falling out immediately and then just stay yeah, and, falling and just out at this point. Let's have some baseball. Yeah, yeah. In our, in our baseball have show, some freaking baseball right. in your baseball show, right? And the thing is, it's already been done wrong once. So yeah. you don't just do don't do that. Again. Don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and like I said, pilots are hard. Pilots are always rough of any show yeah. because they're establishing things. Like you're not going to you know get as much action or humor yeah. and stuff in in any pilot. And so. we still have seven more hours of content. Yeah. So, so they, there's plenty of time. Just like make it better. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All right. Do better, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hopefully. We'll, yeah. we'll watch some more and we'll see how it goes. All right. Yeah, we're going to be re- coming back with more recaps and more podcast episodes about this. We're hoping that we're going to enjoy it. And Jennifer, you can take us out. That's our show. On behalf of my co-host and myself, I want to thank our listeners for joining us each week. Thank you for liking, subscribing, downloading, leaving five-star reviews. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at what do you mean you've never seen at gmail.com. Check the description of this episode for links to our social media. We love engaging with our fans. Please send us an email, DM, or tweet. Goodbye for now. Goodbye, Jonathan and Max. Bye. Bye, everybody. Talk to you next time. Our episodes and digital content are produced by Max Abelman. Your hosts are our writer, Jonathan Cologne, producer, Max Abelman, and head of social media and community outreach, Jennifer Branch. All artwork for our show is created by James Alexander with Pleasant View Designs. Check the links in the description below for more information on how to follow the show and subscribe to our Patreon. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you at the movies.